Okay, guys, how are you? Matt, the Big Bad Red was here. Welcome to my podcast. On this, mate, we talk about all sorts of topics. From footy, fishing, beers, all kinds. So come and join me, mate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the bloody show. And let's have a yak, shall we? Yeah. All right, g'day, guys. What's going on? Matt here again for episode seven of Having a Yak. Thank you very much for joining me tonight. Because we're doing this tonight at night time. Um, I've got my, mate, <laughs> I've got what I've got um, me mate on via Facebook, Andrew. What's going on? Yeah, not a lot. And I've also got another special guest. You know, very very special guest. The most important of all. The the star of the of the having a yak podcast. The one of a kind. Yes. <laughs> oh. My brother. What's going oh, on? Oh, stop it. Keep going. What else you got to say today? Uh, hello. Yeah, well, it's true, Mum. Mm-hmm. Your episode that you and me done of um, Travel Around Australia has actually hit my top one show of my whole podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I shall say to you guys, too, we've got some new viewers from France, from Paris, and a couple from Dublin. So she's going far and wide this podcast. So yeah. thank you very much, everyone. Welcome, Welcome everybody. Yes, we're well, on part of Deezer now. That is a European platform for all podcasts in Europe. And possibly Google Play as well. Anyway, Andrew, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, can't complain at all. Um, just about as good as I was doing the... Uh... Ten minutes ago, but <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Yeah. And what are you doing, Mum? Said just sitting and laughing at me. Oh, not much. Just Sit, sitting here in your freaking pajamas. Yeah, well, you know, got to get comfortable doing this stuff. Well, what are you wearing? Fair, there's been days where I haven't got out my pajamas. Oh, that'd be right. Got your freaking what was it? Polar bears on today. Got the polar bears on. Well, these cold. Right. I was wearing yes in pajamas before. Oh, oh, God. Spit on you. Uh, they're the only ones I can find in my size. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. That says a lot. I got a pair of Collingwood ones somewhere, too. Oh, God, that's even Jeez, worse. Where's Essendon Collingwood? What the hell's going on here? Yeah. But um, shit's been going on in the news, guys. Shit might actually be getting better. We don't know, but it could be, eh? Sounds like it. Andrew? Well, I think, I think from my point of view, we've reached a point where, and I agree with a lot of, I agree with a lot of what the restrictions are. I, I'm not saying anything against that, but I put forward the question to you two, for your opinion. Mm. We we reacted swiftly and hardly, which we need to do, but has the panic kind of superseded? The reality of the situation, and the reality now is, there's fewer than 800 cases. In a two-month period, 95 people have sadly died, but on a daily basis, as I said before, 100 people die from spider bites, snake bites, other illnesses around Australia per day. And the longer we keep locked away, I think now the economy is, you know, it's going to kill it. Yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe. The panic of what we've seen in London and New York, it's clearly not happened here, thankfully. And are we now, we just, are we sort of holding out to a doomsday that's never going to happen? Right, I'm going to let you answer that one first. 
Um, I think at the time when it first happened here, I think they'd done the right thing by swiftly, as you said, lockdown, which was really good. But I think now, because we've pretty much done as our told and done the 1.5 metre distant social thing and stayed away from people, washing hands and everything, I think now we can probably start to, you know, soften off the lockdown. I think we could now maybe start letting people do a bit of stuff out of the house and everything because real basically we're all going stir crazy. Um, most people, you know, like I've been lucky, I'm still working. I'm working at the nursing home. But, I mean, there's a lot of people who haven't been able to get out. They haven't do anything. And, yeah, I think it's time to, to um, yeah, release it a bit. Mm. Not completely. Let's just keep – I mean, it's we've, they've done a good job, though, because, like you said too, Andrew, it's been less than 100 people in, yep. in a whole Australia um, that have actually, unfortunately, died. Whereas, like, uh, UK now, they've top, I think it's either 30,000 or 40,000 deaths. That's a hell of a lot of people who have passed away from it. So, yeah, I reckon we should be really proud of ourselves, basically, because we've um, – Done well, but yeah, I think it's time to loosen off the reins a little bit. Yeah, I, so I, I tend to agree with that as well because, look, like I said to you a few weeks ago, Mum, you can go stir crazy and you can't keep people in as long as they have now. You, no. you can't do it. But we had it's to coming do it. over two months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. And no wonder, because you said yourself, Mum, that you've noticed people getting snappy in that in the supermarkets and that type of shit, haven't you? Even at work, we're just all getting a bit snappy because it's just basically. I think. Yeah. You're up, you can't, Andrew. Yeah, you're up. Um, no, you guys go. I, I was, I didn't know. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's all good, mate. No. Um, I just reckon that, uh, like I said, it's time to like like. Both Mum and Andrew said it's time to let go of it and like be cautious about it. Yeah. Be very cautious about it. Because you, yeah, sorry. Yeah, because you've also got to realise too. We are now going into winter. Yeah. And the thing is, with winter this year, they're saying it's going to be really, really cold and wet. Apparently, um, Nathan said, my brother, he said that. it's going to be the coldest winter, didn't he? The other night, he said it's going to be the coldest and wettest winter since 1993. So that, and that was a flood year, or that I remember anyway. Yeah, and that's also including too. We're coming up to the flu season, and unfortunately, influenza. Like you were saying, Andrea, other you know people have died from other things. Yeah. Well, see, last year a lot of people died from that, and that's probably just as bad, if not worse, than the Bubonic virus. Yeah. But the thing is, we've got to be very um, cautious of all that too because that's just as bad. Yeah. But, but, um, yeah. but, but, no, but like I was saying, just let go of the like – but oh, actually, like you said, Mum, let go of the reins a little bit. Just we've, <laughs> in, some, in some ways, we have done our time inside. We've done what we're told mm. and that's you it. You can't keep moving the goalposts is, what, is the way I, I look at it. Yeah. You, yeah. you can't just say, okay, you've done this, we have to do it for a bit longer, then – like, like you said, you change the freaking time and change the dates and change the goalposts. Yeah. Again and again and again. Yeah, no. Nah. We want answers. I we want answers now. I, I was listening to something 
um, some expert talking before, and he was probably the most level-headed out of everyone who, sp who spoke on the media, and he said, when you look at, th when you, you don't look at the daily increases, you look at the number of active cases. That's right. And it's falling off day by day by day. Yeah. The virus won't won't isn't able to sustain. You know, eventually it's going to die out. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And and realistically, the viruses typically in Australia have never spread well. I mean, even if you look back to the Spanish flu and all them days, it was never as hard over here as it was in Europe and other places. Well, just due to the way Australia is. I think, yeah, because uh, I think because we're well, pretty well spread out, aren't we? Yeah. Re really, when you think yeah, about I, it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, where was the Spanish? Well, you, you were around, weren't you, Mum? When no, that hit? No. When, when was no, that? I was around World War One. World oh, War One. Jeez, Matt, I'm oh, not geez. that old. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I wasn't even thought of. My mother Not wasn't even. Not even my nana was around then. My mother wasn't even thought of, didn't it, yet? Hey, hey, I, was, I was wondering if you were going into that trap or not, but anyway, obviously not. Mm. <laughs> Just admit it, you turned down a wrong alley, then done a quick U-turn. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah. I'm allowed to. Yeah, yeah right. But, but I think that's the key. I don't think it's. I don't think viruses tend to spread over here as well as they do, no. especially in Europe. I reckon that climate is just too damn hot or too damn cold, and and we're too far apart, I suppose. And when it comes to it, but uh, besides, well, I cities. heard someone. I don't know. I could be miles off the mark, but I heard someone say Australia's humidity plays a large key. Yeah. In it, because yeah, viruses tend to go through cleaner air quicker. Yeah. yeah. Whereas. Yeah. The amount of moisture in our air that slows them down. Yeah, actually. Because I think when you when you realistically and you step back and you look at it, six thousand nine hundred cases sounds like a lot. But it's actually not. No. But then when you compare that to twenty four million people. Mm. Yeah. And really, of that six thousand, say six thousand four hundred, whatever it was at one stage, there was actually out of them there was only like eleven people who were actually in hospital. <coughs> In the ICU. Yeah. So, really, the rest were more or less just self-isolation, really, because mm -hmm. they were just mildly affected. So, really, we, we've we done just so good here, really. Yeah. And I do take my hat off to um, all the the uh, Prime Minister, Morrison, oh, and, Morrison and, and Andrews as well. He's actually – Andrews has proven himself to actually be a bit of a bloke, <laughs> a man. Yeah. No, he Morrison. Yeah, Morrison's done nothing but good things when it comes to this. But trip. anyway, that's his, yeah. we just got to go. I, forward. I feel like Morrison's copped a bit of a a bit of a raw deal over the past couple of months. I mean, no, he Jesus, had, has he ever? He's had the bushfires, and you know, the, the day a lot of people don't, a lot of people tend tend to forget that that whole handshake thing. Oh, yeah. On that particular on that particular day, his dad just passed away. You know, no one yeah. ever yeah. said, "Geez, are you all right, mate?" You know, yeah. but. Then he's gone from that to his dad passing away to this. You know, what more can you ask of him? As I said about Premier Andrews, it's just, it's not so much what he's what he's doing. It's the way he's saying it. it. it it's the yeah. tone and the, yeah. you know, there's never any finish line with him. It's always doom and gloom every time he talks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And whereas, Mr., whereas Scott Morrison, he comes out and... He gives you the, he gives you a goalpost, and for lack of 
all all things considered, he's kept his word pretty much every every stage. Yeah, he has. The only way he hasn't actually kept his word is if something drastically actually happened, like like a death. yeah, out of his control. Yeah. yeah. That's the only times people could ever probably really say that, oh, no, he never really kept his word. Well, yeah, but what actually happened that day that supposedly that he's supposed to keep his word? Like, fucking, come on. But even before the bushfires, you've got to remember too, back in but, yeah, November, like, October, so November, he had the drought as well. The yeah. droughts, he was dealing with all the droughts and the farmers and giving money out for them, which is, that's brilliant. Yeah. And then the bushfires... And like you said, his dad died. I think he had a half a day of grieving for his dad. And then this come along. And I'll tell you what, he's just done so well. Basically got chucked in the front lines on the, on the first bloody day, basically. Oh, really. yeah. But, Pretty bad. Um, no, he's done well. And I mean, it's annoying me with people saying, oh, but once this is over, we're going to be paying so many taxes. We're going to be paying this. We're going to be paying that. Well, of course we are. The only way we're going to get this country back up and running properly is maybe putting the taxes up a little bit. I mean, not every country turned around and said to everyone, okay, you've lost your job. We're going to, um, you know, give you some money a fortnight. At least it's something. It's better than nothing. Yes, well, that is true. Well, that, let's, well wasn't that the whole reason why we got the $750? Yeah. To everyone to put the money back into... Um, not not everyone got that, but the people... You know that... what What really amazes me about that? Yeah. It's the amount of people that didn't understand what what the idea of that 750 was. Mm. They, they carried on about, well, why is it going to people on JobSeeker? Why is it going to this? Without realising that that money will end up back into the working man who owns a business's hands That's in the long right. run. That's right. Yep. You know, you can't go and give it to people that, that own businesses because they're going to spend that on bills. Yeah. It need to be pumped into the economy. That's exactly right. And that's what he wanted. And like he's saying now, we need to get back on track because if we, you know, if they didn't do what they done at the time with all, you know, this scheme and that scheme, which is brilliant, they've done it. Yep. He said this country would be broke. We would go broke. And I don't think we need to go broke. <laughs> but no, I think he's done a good job. Really good job. Yes. Yeah, well, it's costing, it's oh. costing the economy $4.3 billion, a billion per week yep. right now. Yeah. And this is why they've got to, I think that's why they're, saying now we'll get things going a bit and see how we go. And like he actually made the comment a couple of days ago, Scott Morrison said, well, look, we could be all clear of this virus and everyone goes back to normal and we could still see the occasional case. He said that's going to happen. But at least we'll be up and we'll be running and it be might be just, you know, immune numbers, not what we've been getting. Yeah. But yeah. Um, anyway... Uh, well, yeah, it's just, I reckon that, um, well, we're getting another payment in July of the 750. Mm. And I still reckon that um, everyone's going to grab that and just, well, where are they going to spend it? Oh, the shops are starting to open. Um, not step one, but I think step two will, no, actually might be step one. Some of the shops are going to start opening up. I noticed there's more shops open there today. Yeah. 
Mm. Well, they're saying they're going to start opening up shops within the next couple of weeks, mm. apparently. Yeah. Oh, they've got it because these these poor buggers that own the shops and that they're going they they're going broke. Mm. They probably are broke already, but um, it's it's really bad because if we don't, we're going to have so many houses that are empty because there's going to be loans all closed on. You're going to you know default their loans and shit. Yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't say shit. That's no, right. Swear. Um, but um, yeah, there's a lot of people out there who've got nothing, no jobs, no nothing. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so there's another bit of information that I've been hearing that people are carrying on like bloody pork chops about, and that's the lockdown for Mother's Day. What do you think of that, brother? Well, um, it's not. I can't say it's just another. Oh, it is to make some working anyway, so it doesn't matter. But to a lot of people, yes, they want to spend that time with their mums and everything. But I mean, they shouldn't spend any time with their mums, not just because it's Mother's Day. Yeah. Ring your mum up. You don't have to see her that day if you if you can't. Well, you can't. Ring her up. It's like I was watching this program last night, and um, on there they were saying that some of the mothers will be this. This will be their last Mother's Day. Yeah. But that's just well, we hey. didn't we didn't expect this shit to happen. No. We didn't ask for this shit to happen. It just did. No. Oh, if we got to ask, we probably say no. Go away. Exactly. So people can't really carry on to the point where of getting nearly into a rebel bloody thing and try and take over because it's not going to happen. No. Andrews has said that and so has Morrison, I'm pretty sure. Well, Andrews No, is... Morrison's actually allowed it. It's yeah. Has he actually Victoria's, allowed it? Yeah. Victoria's the only state where we can't. That's yeah. what people are complaining about, man. I, I think I agree a bit with what you're saying, but I think you're you're missing the um the bigger picture of why they're so upset. Where Victoria's the only state where we're still, no restrictions are being lifted at all. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. I think he's going to, he's starting it from Monday. I know it's probably a day too late. They should probably start it for Mother's Day. But I think he's a bit concerned that everybody's going to go crazy and just, yeah. I yeah, think that's what it is. But, I mean, yeah, what it, what what do you do, really? Yes. It's very hard. I, I know at the nursing homes they're opening up the hours a bit more because we've only been on an hour a day for the last probably five or six weeks now. But uh, on Sunday I know they're opening up for two hours so they can come and see their mums as long yeah. as they've had their flu injections and uh, temperatures taken. Yeah. But um, So at least they can still see their mum, especially in places like that because you don't know how long you have got your mum in there. But, yeah, I know, Andrews has been very tough, even with the schools. He's saying, no, they're not going back to school in the school because I want them to stay at home for a bit longer to make sure it works, it will work well when they do go back to school. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm actually surprised he's actually stuck to his guns this way because normally he would um, say, oh, yeah, all right, yeah, okay. But he's really stuck to his guns with this one. Yes, he has, and uh, I reckon that you can't really blame him for that too much either. No, really, you can't. Probably not. But anyway, it's a difficult time for everyone, really. I mean, there's no precedent to any of this. No, 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 and the same. It's the same with everybody, isn't it? Yeah, but that's just the way things go. But isn't it? Yep. Um, I don't think for a fact that. Uh, You've ever been through this? Like me and Andrew, we were talking about this, I think, last time we actually had the episode. 
we were talking about all the time before um, that we've never experienced anything like this in our lifetime. No. Have you ever done anything like this or experienced uh, anything like this? Jeez, way back. On the, when we were on the farm, we had a really bad thing going around with the anthrax. Yeah. That was killing a lot. Of, actually, I remember rightly it was about three or four people actually died out of that. Yeah. But, I mean, that was really bad. At the time with farmers and that, but um, no, that's probably the only thing I can ever think of. Mm. Um, oh, and the probably the AIDS. Yeah, in the eighties, nineties. Yeah, well, see how many people died out of that. That was big. <laughs> that was a pandemic. Yeah. That was literally a pandemic. Yeah. Especially when um, when you think of AIDS, that was a pandemic. Yeah. That was a worldwide. International fucking doesn't matter who you are. Mm, but anyway, the no. thing about AIDS was it was a lot. It was different in the sense of it wasn't a virus that could be caught via um. Just sneezing. You know, it, sneezing on someone or wiping yeah. your nose or things like that. Apparently, yeah, yeah, that was. Well, this virus itself, you know, it's not like it's not something you catch by just brushing past someone in a store either. You know, no, it, no. It, it does. No. Take a, a a decent amount of contact or prolonged exposure to someone, at least fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah. You know, it's not something that you can just walk past and oh, I've got it now. That's no. what I feel like. I was saying to Matt the other day that I feel like a lot of the problem, mental mentally with all this, is just the um, the fear that the media produces. Oh yeah, they had people. Well, in a way, they still got people in such a panic. But you can't, if you're walking past someone um, in a shop, <clears throat> you can't get it there. But I mean, if they sneezed or coughed, yes, you can. You can come across like air droplets. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a, but what they were more concerned about was that, I mean, you could go through a door, touch the handle, off you go, and then I come up and I touch the handle and oh, I've got a scratch on my mouth, near my mouth, and then I can catch it from you. But, it, yeah, I can only last for so long on that handle, but still, that's where it is. But it's more the fact of when people are working, like, the wheat, uh, the wheat, the meat works, uh, yeah, how they're was, all working really close yeah, together. That was unreal, that was. And obviously, yeah, someone's got colds or whatever and they've just caught, so they've just about nearly all caught it, I think. Yeah. But, no, you know, it's not, it's not that easily translated, but it's easy enough. Yeah. Yeah. Like um like with that meatworks, that was unreal, that was. Yeah. That was that turned from one to three to nine to twelve to forty or something, whatever it was yeah, at 50, the end. 50, uh, sixty cases now. It's unreal. It really is. But I think you gotta remember that they're working in a cold environment. That's exactly right. Like a refrigerated yeah. environment which viruses yep. thrive off and oh, they're spending yes, the twelve little. hours next right next to each other. And that's that's the little bug. He would have loved it, the virus. He'd be loving it. But apparently, I don't know if it's right or not, but apparently, though, one of the blokes that actually probably took it in there was the husband of one of the women. They're actually taking the temperatures for the Ruby Princess. Oh, she lovely. was there, one of them, checking everybody and obviously caught it. And then she went back to do her job, which was the nursing home in Sydney. And that's where all that started, the poor thing. I feel so sorry for her. And then, obviously, but that was one case. But in Melbourne, yeah. 
same type of thing. She was doing the temperatures with this, probably married one of the husbands, and then, yeah, they got it. Unreal. But that's how easy. Unreal. Mm. That's hard, though. It's hard to, to you know, there's not many um, symptoms either, straight up. Well, the, the fact of the matter is that more than, I think it was like 70 or 80% of cases, it's very, very mild. And um, yeah. th- that's, that, that's the thing I feel like has been, this virus has been blown out of proportion a little bit in the sense that it, 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 there needs to be more like every single day you see the, the total number of cases, the total number of deaths, but I've not seen one news channel apart from a few apart from a few talk shows that, that do it, that actually show you the number of recovered. The, the actual number yeah. of people in critical condition right now out of 800 is 27. Yeah, which is not bad, really. Th- that's, you know, that's lower than most influenza, to be honest. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. Yep. At, and I feel like it's just, it's just some perspective needs to be put out there in the mainstream media. Yeah. Because oh, to get the those numbers, you've got to go searching for those numbers, and that's wrong. Those numbers should be there to get people to go, okay, it's out there, but if I do get it's not the end of the world. For, unless you've got a real, some health issues. Yeah. And But most of those people, they're always careful anyway, because if you've got a health issue, influenza and the common cold is deadly to you. you oh. know, um, well, the influenza killed a lot of people last year. Yeah, and I feel like that's sometimes people are so worried about the new this coronavirus that they're forgetting about the other ones that are still out there. Yeah, and really about um, out of how many deaths? About ninety five. Yeah, yeah there's about probably about like seventy of them have been unfortunately the older people. They've had a pre-existing uh, illness anyway. Yeah. Yeah, well, no one in Australia has died under the age of 60. Um, oh, there was one, but she already had some illnesses or something. Yeah, the, the, there was a baby, but I think he had or she had uh, issues. And I think there was a boy about 12, but he was sick too, I think. Yeah, but that's the whole thing. Everyone had a health issue with them. Oh, there's, no, there's been some, but not many. There might be about, say, say 20 out of that nearly 100. That yeah. actually died from it. The actual disease itself. Yeah. Or the virus there's itself. not many though. That's yeah. really when you think about it. There's been 20 people out of how many people in Australia? 25 million, 30 million, whatever. 30 million, yeah. That's really that's not a yeah, but that's not a bad record though, is it? Yeah. Really, I mean, it's shocking that they've died, but I mean, it's not too bad either. Not compared to the other places. Well, especially America for one. Oh, Italy. In New York and that, Italy, Spain. Yeah. I dare say they probably had a few deaths there. They did. Um, heaps. It's like uh, like Andrew was saying there about the media. And uh, I was looking on this program there last night and they reckon that suicide rates are going to be rising by about 50% because of this rise. Yeah. And um, the death toll is going to be high in the virus deaths and the suicide out will outdo the... Coronavirus cases by yeah, ten cases because there's more stress involved, and uh, like people are dying, yeah, because of suicide. And, yeah. like, and that's that's my point. There was before, guys, is that uh, you can only keep people in 
inside a certain amount of time before they mm. go stir crazy. They think mm. negative thoughts and then they go into a very dark place and mm. then that's when they do it. That's right. And like Andrew said before, there's probably more people dying in Australia of other things, not this. Yeah. I mean, the poor buggers that have got <coughs> cancer, there's more people dying of cancer yeah. and suicide, like you've said. And, yeah, it's just um, people just getting too stressed. And mm. because the media were making it out to be a really – I mean, it was a bad thing because one reason mainly is because we don't know what it is. Yeah. And we don't know how to cure it. But obviously they're doing something because people are getting better. Yeah. I don't know. We, we, look, the old saying is um, we're flattening the curve. We, yeah. are, we are doing it. We are fixing it. Yeah. It's already well and truly flat. That's oh, kind that's, of where – yeah. Which yeah. is great. That's, that's good. That's the main uh, thing. I feel like that's where I feel that, that Andrews has really got a lot – he needs to work on is that every other every other premier is talking about the way out yeah he's talking about the way in yeah yeah and you know his tone is it's so like it's not as if you're talking to eight million eight million other yeah, people that are in the 20s it's like he's talking to his teenage son yeah and you know i just i, I get my back up when i hear him talk for too long because I mean, I'm, no one's expecting gatherings of 20,000, 100,000 people next week. But no. people need to see the finish line at some point, And the finish line's yeah. in sight. For, that's yeah. the thing that I feel like annoys me with Premier Andrews is he doesn't he doesn't have any positivity in his way He's of talking. No, and it's it, just constant. Yeah. He's got no compassion either, the way he talks. Yeah, and he... And, and I feel like, so go on. No, you're up. No, you're up. I feel like at some point someone's going to tap him on the shoulder and say, hey, what are you doing here? You're, you're keeping Victoria in a complete lockdown. The curve's flat. You know, yeah. you've got to start looking at other things that are now, end of the day, the economic curve is now far bigger than the um, health curve. Oh, that's God, going to be yeah. the real killer. Yep. And that's why they're trying to get everyone back on track because this is what's what's going to happen. <laughs> that's really going to be bad. Like, I mean, this uh, money that they're giving out is only going to last till September. So they'll need people back at work. And, I mean, back, let's, let's get back to normality. But I don't think we'll go back to fully normality for a while. But at least get us back on track. Get us back there to do normal stuff. Yeah. You don't realise how social you are until you're locked up. <laughs> yeah, like I know for a fact that um, you're struggling, Mum. Like at least you've got that outlet of going to work. Yeah, and um, even though you can't catch up with the girls after work and all that type of shit. Yeah, uh, I dare say. Um, well, I know for a fact. I should really say that Andrew he's struggling and all that type of shit. Um, even I'm even fucking struggling. Even bloody staying in the house all the time. Even though I even though I stay home and I do most stuff at home, but uh, it's always good occasionally to go out and get yourself a frozen coke and go to the beach and that for some fucking reason. Yeah, it, it's having the option to be able to do so. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly, <laughs> exactly. right. You, you, exactly, it's like you've been told by your parents you're not going anywhere. You're grounded. Yeah, it's, and, a, yeah, it's the same type of aspect. Mm. And, and um, I think that nails the um the Premier Andrews thing is that I feel like. The Victorian police 
the police in Victoria have, um, I think they've gone a bit overboard, you know. I was seeing someone was out swimming the, or kayaking the other day on his own in a completely isolated area, patch of water, and they pull up next to him in a boat and find him. And I'm thinking to myself, you've put his life in danger by pulling up next to him in a boat, for one, when yeah. he's in the water, because you don't know if a wave gets a hold of you. Yeah. You got, number two, who's he hurting out there? You I know. know. I know. And that's where I feel like police have always got this fine line where people are, are very quick to sort of jump on him and say abuse of power and that. But unfortunately, sometimes they do take advantage of situations. Yeah. And I think this is probably becoming one of them, especially in Victoria, where I can't understand how you can be in a packed-out supermarket, and I'm not a fan of golf by any means, but how you, how it's deemed unsafe to stand on your own in acres and acres of green grass. Yeah, I know. That's That was the thing I don't understand either. But the whole thing is that there will be those... A small amount of people, though, that would go out and play a game of golf and they'd be all standing around like a little group. Yeah. And this is what they're saying. But, I mean, because they won't – they don't listen. And it's only the small majority of people will say, oh, stuff you, we're still going to do this. Yeah. And, I mean, even um, – where was it? In Tasmania. The bloody medical people all decide to have a party. And then they wonder why the bloody virus broke out at the hospital. Um, but I think that's why, but I mean, yeah, that's going a bit far with the kayak, but I mean, I suppose if they've got to do it to one, they've got to do to all. But I can remember back, um, what was it, about six weeks ago when that poor old bloke was going to see his wife at the cemetery every day and they were going to find him because he shouldn't have been there. But anyway, they turned around and said, no, we're not going to give him the fine anymore, but that's a bit rough, I reckon. Yeah. Well, it's like... um it's very similar to when we go to Coles because uh, when you take your groceries into the thing and you pay for them, they don't bag them up for you, right? Mm. But they touch them anyway to scan them. Yeah, I know. So what's the freaking difference? No, they don't want you close. And, they don't want you standing that close to them. Yeah, but you're more... Oh, no, actually you are because you're, you actually, are. You're, you're packing up your stuff. Yeah. But you're not standing 1.5 metres away from them. No, you get your ta- stuff. I didn't take a fucking me- um, tape measure out there and actually measure it. Yeah. But I can nearly guarantee you're not 1.5 metres a bloody way. Can you see that, Andrew? I can. I can see him doing that. Bloody oath I will. <laughs> I'll, I'll take your measure out. You know, in, uh, uh, you're not 1.5 metres away. you got to stand over there. Mm. I can just see it now. Yeah, but so can I. Bloody oath I, I will. Hey, that's poking wanna... people with a tape measure. <laughs> <laughs> Back, please. <laughs> hey, hey, they want to take this shit freaking too seriously. Fucking, I'll make sure it takes it seriously. I'll, I'll, I'll you know what my... even better? I could just picture this now, that you get the cops calling you for poking people with tape measure. <laughs> the, the police rock up, sir, and you. <laughs> Poke them as well. 1.5. 1. 1.5, don't come near me. <laughs> Pass me the fine. <laughs> or meet you halfway. <laughs> just, just put just put the check on the ground or give me the fine the on the ground and, and, oh. and I'll exchange the check for you. But we have to make sure we're meeting halfway. Oh. I can just see it now, just <laughs> and the tape measure flops over or something. It kinks or something like that. Kinks. Hey, well shit. 
But oh, <laughs> you gotta laugh at this type of shit, don't you? Oh, you don't. You go crazy. I can actually see you being that bloke. There's a guy who um measured out 1.5 meters in in like a. Do you know what they use to wave flags at the football? That type of wood. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He got 1.5 meters, four pieces, one in front of him, one behind him, and one to either side of him. And he created like a vest that he attached them all to his vest. So when he walked around, people had to stay 1.5 <laughs> meters away from him. Oh, well, you see me doing something like that, do you? Andrew, you see me doing something like that? I can just see that. you with tape measure right now. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I probably could, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 1.5, 1.5. What do you reckon, though, about the uh, the football, Andrew? Do you think it's worth, like they're saying, that might be a comeback at the end of May or end of June for the football? But really, when you think about it, you only got July, August, September. you only got about eight, ten weeks of football. Yeah, that's going to be... But I feel like it needs to come back because people need that little mental boost, I reckon. Yeah. Well, I think that's just what uh, what Andrews actually did say. He said that. Mm, mm. And did you watch the first game? Though how weird it was without the crowd. Or do you remember that far back, <laughs> Andrew? I oh, I can't actually. I didn't actually hear that one. What was that? Sorry. Uh, that's all right. Um, did you actually watch the first round of football with no crowds? It's going to be weird with no... But then again... It was. It's funny. With no crowds, I kind of got used to it with no crowds as well pretty quickly. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. <laughs> it, just, it, it just sounded weird. Like, oh, it, it did. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's better than nothing. Well, this is right, but, oh, no. Got to be there. Well, it's very similar to the NRL too, man. Yeah. Well, they're the same thing. I mean, Storm's moved up to Aubrey. over to um, Aubrey, Aubrey Wodonga, so they can yeah, actually well, play. Yeah, well, they shouldn't keep that league altogether. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Hey, uh, settle down, used to. I've got big Guernsey now. I can't even wear it this year. But anyway. Hey, we are. But no, I mean, it, it's one of those things where... This year is actually thing, quite stuffed up. Like, sport in general is probably one um one area where I think the media's got to ease up a bit on because if the, the media would have us believe that we've got no hope for anything until twenty twenty five or twenty thirty or something like that. Oh no, I couldn't have, I couldn't cope. So I mean, the fact that we've got something, some form of live sport, some form of normality coming back, that's got to be doing people's mental health a world of good. Yeah, because really, just. The, uh, you know, the AFL alone, it's just full on all year because that's what everybody talks about is football. You know, they love their footy and be so bad. Even the local district football, you see the young blokes around here still running around training. I don't know what for. But, I mean, it's pretty bad. They haven't got their football and we haven't got our football and paying our memberships and got no football. But anyway, it's all good. I mean, it doesn't really affect you Carlton fans too much because nothing really go. changes. You're uh, not winning anyway. Here oh, look. Here we go. S- settle. Settle he down. Does, he does this every fucking episode he's on. He always does this. At one stage, <laughs> there's always a fucking little remark oh. about fucking Carlton and play the old Kings. At least we haven't, well, we haven't had I, any I of our... I would say this. 
No. You can stop me by actually winning some games. We will win again. We have got Betsy back. <laughs> at least, I mean, this sounds terrible, but at least we don't um, – a former coach and that of uh, North Melbourne, at least they're not getting dressed up in women's clothes. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, here we and, go. And uh, getting their photos go. taken at the police station. No, I mean, I'll pay that one. That was cruel what they actually <laughs> done was, That was cruel. I was thinking the other day. Here we go. I, yeah. I was thinking the other day about North Melbourne, and I thought, shit. We're not going to be allowed any feminist meetings anytime soon because in the last 20 years, we've broken up marriages with Wayne Carey. <laughs> Marjack Dorr got accused of raping some young lady. Shannon Grant bashed some girl. And now Dean Lady's cross-dressing and stalking women. I'm thinking to yeah. myself, geez, we're going to... We've got to give those feminist meetings a wide berth in future. <laughs> I would probably be questioning why I barrack for that team. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Ding, ding. Oh, round one. <laughs> The only bad thing we've done is ripped off the AFL if we had to pay back money. What was their call it? Um, salary. The salary cap. Yeah, that's all we've done. <laughs> I will say this about all the talk with um, NRL players refusing the flu jab and all that kind of stuff and not, not wanting to have needles and all that. Freak. Essendon's tailor made for this. They'll be laughing. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this will be right up there, Ellie. Okay. They're the only club that will accept them. <laughs> Sorry, people. It's been nice knowing you after that. Uh, <laughs> Even though I do work with an Essendon supporter and I tend to um, stir up about that all the time. Hey, it's all right for you to see my name. Well, my face is on the freaking cover art, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> it's all good. It's all right, Matt. This when they come to remonstrate. Just bring out your tape measure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, you can throw that rock at me in a minute. Just make sure you're 1.5 metres away from me. <laughs> they pull out a shotgun. Oh, 1.5. Oh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's all, it's all. It's been a really bad year you know, now because no Grand Prix. Oh, oh this year's fucked. Oh, <laughs> this year's fucked. Been bad. No football. Now that Melbourne show's not on. No, I'll tell you the what. cars are finished. Just oh no, they're coming back. I reckon. Who? Oh, when? Who? Uh, in yeah, a couple of them, um, they're talking about doing it all up in Darwin. Up Darwin? The freaking don't the drivers they drive uh, racing up in Darwin? Well, there's no bugs up there. Well, yeah, that's the thing. The there's no bugs about Darwin because they can have crowds in Darwin. Yeah. In yeah. Darwin, yeah, they yeah, got the pubs too. open in two weeks. They'll be so dehydrated up there. Uh, I reckon so too. Hmm. Oh bloody hell, you two. Yeah. 1.5. 1.5. 1.5. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. And yeah. if you want to send hate mail to Matt, it's 142 Wallaby Way, West Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> you guys know what that's from, right? <laughs> Where's that? Mum. Well, oh, yes. I've still got the wooden spoon. Really? Okay. Really? Come on. <coughs> well, what was the what's the address again, mate? One forty two West Wallaby Wallaby Way, West Sydney. Yeah, no, what it is, do you? No. What is it, Andrew? It's from Finding Nemo. <laughs> oh, for Nimba? God's sake! Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> One forty two Wallaby Way, West Sydney. <laughs> we gotta find the butt. The butt, yes. The butts. I'm, I'm Dory. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, that was a good movie, that. Anyway. That, that was a good movie. Um, yeah, so apart from all that, it's been a pretty bad year. Can't go to Ireland now. Yes, yes, you were going to go to Ireland, weren't you? August, I was going to Ireland to save me bagpipes over in Scotland. Not tattoo, not uh, that shit. But anyway, it's always next year, I suppose. But I wonder what people would think if they cancelled Bathurst. It'll be cancelled. Oh, Jesus Christ. If that gets, if that gets, if that goes ahead, don't tempt them. <laughs> if that goes ahead and they cancel Rod Stewart's concert, oh, I'm gonna be so cranky. And what about James Bond? Oh, don't talk to me. Bond. <laughs> <laughs> no comments from you, thank you. Um, yeah. So it's been a very bad year. That's something else that might be worth bringing up. Is do you think they're getting a bit? too far ahead of themselves cancelling things that are up around August, sorry, up around September, October area? Yeah, well, they see, they've been talking about um, having this 1.5 social thing up until Christmas time. So I don't know whether that's going to happen or not, but, yeah, we'll see what happens, I suppose. Yeah, but I thought it was a bit um, harsh with the show. But because you know, I wanted to go this year. Mm. Get on my Ferris wheel. That's all right. I'll always go next year. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing. It's not the um, the end of the world. Mm. Um, just got a, a little message off Andrew. Um, apparently, he can't hear you properly. Can't hear me. Yeah, he can't hear you properly. Hello. <laughs> Can you hear me now? A uh, little bit better now. A little bit better now. Do I have to sit on top of this mic? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll turn your track up, Mum. I'll turn your track up. No, turn it down. Uh, turn what, about, what about now? That's pretty loud, isn't it? That's that's pretty loud. Getting a bit echoey, so I better turn it down. Echo, echo. Echo. Cuckoo. Anyway. Um, 1.5, 1.5. Oh, I tell you what, that would be funny. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. Getting a fucking parrot. And every single... Oh, oh, no, this is going... Yeah, and every single time someone walked through the door... 1.5! You know, shit like that. You're the bloody Polly. Call it Dylan Andrews. (laughs) Dylan Andrews. Then get a gun and shoot it. <laughs> get a gun. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, more shooting. More shooting. Yes. Um, so what have you been doing with yourself in your isolation? 1.5. Now, what have you been doing? Anything at all? No, I've been pretty, well, can't say I've done anything in two months, to be honest. Yeah. Be like a big holiday that you can't go anywhere. <laughs> That's, yeah, the, exactly. that's the whole bloody problem. You can't go anywhere. I suppose the only beneficiary thing of this is, oh, plus the part fat working, is I've actually saved a little bit of money because I'm not socialising. Miracle, <laughs> All mother. the time. Bloody miracle. <laughs> oh, I'll be all gone once they're all open again. Uh, actually, you know one thing I will say, right? I reckon the best thing is being about this bloody virus Right, is the clear roads. 
Yes. There's been no real congestion on the frickin' roads and that. Um, I just find it very, uh, very nice when there's no one on the frickin' road. When you go to the supermarket or you're doing all your essential stuff that you got to do. Um, go to Bunnings and pretend you're a gardener. <coughs> do gardening that you've never done before. It just about kills you. <laughs> no, I'm just picturing Matt out there with his floral hat doing the gardening. No, no floral hat. He had the, <laughs> he had the pitchfork. <laughs> and his gloves. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I'm just um, just mucking around with the with the mic at the moment. So, how long have we been talking for, Matt? We've been talking for 48 minutes. Right. Very good. Yeah, very, very good. Um, but How's your nana coping with it? Hmm. Uh, she's not too bad, just a little... Um, I think even boredom's starting to get to her a bit. Yeah, it's like I've been saying over the time, you can only clean so many cupboards... You can only sort out so many clothes. Well, you haven't. I well, I've been cleaning out cupboards, <laughs> throwing out lots of stuff. But like I've said, oh, I'm lucky that... You can only um, watch so many stories. Oh, yes. No, Netflix has been getting a really good hammering from a lot of people. You, you, no, he's getting that from me. Oh, is he? Because every time I say, oh, well, I've got to get going there, mate. I've got to watch my stories. Oh, right. My favourite shows on telly. Yes, he's, he watches Home and Away every night. You're the one who watches Home and Fucking Wait. <laughs> only, well, that's only, been one good thing about this virus. That show's been shut down. The who? Home and Away. Yes, yeah. I know. Hamlet's getting next. It might be getting... Don't. Could we be so lucky? Oh, well, uh, House Rules is not on House Rules. My Kitchen Rules is not on next year. Yeah, Ooh. apparently, no, no, that's that's true, isn't it? Mm. But we heard on the radio that um, Pete Evans has been fired, been sacked by them. Shame. And yep. uh, apparently there's been no plan of a new season coming up, so... Yes, she was crap, that's why. Oh, uh, well, bad luck. Yeah. I Fifth haven't lost... I used to watch it about, oh, fuck, it was nearly... Two or three years ago? God, nearly 17 years ago now, oh, and it geez. was around the time where... um. Was it Leah? Had was um been around for that long. Her, her her son was um just born, VJ, whoever it was. Yeah. And her partner or his father was still in jail. Right. And he died or something like that. And he, his know. best mate, who was uh who was an inmate with him, came out and he went, came to look after the came to look after him. Yeah. Mm. Does anyone remember that that no. that era? No. No, I sure don't. I actually. would have been watching Neighbours. Probably back in those days, yeah. Yeah, we I wasn't. I've never been. I I used to be home and away years and years and years ago, when that uh, what was his name, the teacher. He no, he was the principal of the school. And they owned the caravan park. Pippa um, was the wife. But I can't remember his name. No, I can't remember. Anyway, I remember, that's remember when Alf got run over. Oh, I don't know about Alf. I tell you what, hasn't that bloke seen some shit? Yeah, <laughs> over the years of home and away. Bloody yeah, hell. well, he's he's one. He's the only one left, I think, of the originals. Well, wouldn't another Sheila be the redhead? No, she come in later. And the other one too, that dipsy bloody thing. That's it. Uh, what's her name? Oh, 
She's got blonde hair and she's got that other family living with her. Oh, I wouldn't have a clue. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I would not have a fucking clue. But she come in not long after him, but she's been with the show for a long time too, on and off. Yeah. She, of course, she left, had kids and come back again and whatever. And but, yeah, no, Elf is the only original one, I think. Well, how long has um, Georgie Parker been on it then? Oh, five years, I suppose. I don't know. I, I haven't been watching it that long. I, because it sounds like uh, when she first came back in, because unfortunately I was watching it with old baby Nana. Yeah. Um, she, she oh, said, mate. Oh, mate. <laughs> um, no, she said, Oh, Georgie Parker's back. Oh, that's not what she, I hadn't seen her for a few years. Apparently she was in in the early days, apparently. See, uh-huh. I reckon that tone of voice and that accent really suits Matt. Which one? It suits his personality. What's, What's that? that? <laughs> Just an old bag. Just an oh. old bag. <laughs> old bag. Old bag. <laughs> old bag's going to come on here, I think. Yeah, it, um, that is actually what I will say, guys, is that um, I might get me now on here to talk about the old days and the old days of farming. Oh, God. Yeah. She's she's done it all. Oh, you'll she? be able to go up there very soon, Matt, because we'll be able to go the one to four. Uh, was it three people at the house? So you'll be able to go up and see your nana. Yeah, but I'm still going to bring up the tape measure. <laughs> one point five. <laughs> I can actually see some elderly person sitting in a wheelchair, and you're waiting in line. You just get a stick and push them away. One point five. <laughs> yes. I can see that. I don't think I'll be that bloody ethic, mate. I don't, I don't think, but you never know with me. It keeps a tape measure and a stick in the car. <laughs> the stick's exactly 1.5 metres. <laughs> 1.5. But, um, yeah, no. Jeez, I don't know. And what you'd do is you'd sharpen it to a freaking point as well. Yeah, <laughs> so and, gen- and, and jam it up their ass, mate, and get them moving. Get them out of your way. Come on. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be something different (laughs) Well, you never know with me, don't you really, hey? Yeah You never know So, yeah, what else are you going to talk about? I don't know, what do you want to talk about? It's it's not that scene, I don't know if you guys would remember That scene off the Jungle Book When those vultures are on top of the tree Oh, well, you know, what do you want to do? Nah, what, 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 what do you want to do? Oh, the vultures, yeah. Don't yeah. start that again. <laughs> See, if we're talking about Disney movies, I reckon you're, everything about you is exactly like Pumba. Pumba. He is Pumba. No, I'm a beluga. That's what you reckon. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a beluga. You're a beluga, but you're Pumba too. <laughs> no, no, Matt, that's Mr. Pig. <laughs> remember that scene? Yes, yeah. I do remember that's that scene. Mr. Pig, do you? What? <laughs> they call they me Mr. Pig. <laughs> oh, I love those movies. I love the Lion King. I love that scene. He just takes out all the hyenas or where they are. Well, that's the thing. Well, that's the other thing, right? I'm gonna, now, we're going for 55 minutes, but I'm going to bring this up. You know, a bit of a lighter note now, guys. But now we've, we've talked about Corona, even though the last two episodes, or uh, the last three episodes, the first one I said, we're, gonna not, we're not going to talk about the Corona anymore. No. Yeah, we're still talking about the fucking Corona. We do about. <laughs> and, um. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, 
the one thing that I want to ask you two, which one do you reckon's better? Because they've been doing this the last, say, five, six years, and it's nearly getting on my nerves. The original or the live-action one? Which one's better? I, I've never seen the live-action one, and I really want to. I, re- I really mean to see it, but... What, The Lion King? I might watch that tonight, actually. I think, I think I've got that somewhere. That's on... Um... Yeah, but it's not. But it's not just the Lion King. They, they've done uh, Aladdin, a Jungle Book, which was a freaking fantastic movie. That was wasn't called Jungle Book, though, was it? No, nah, they done the Jungle Book, but then they done another one called Mowgli. Mm, Mowgli. 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 Mm. They've done. No, the Lion King was really good. Yeah, I, I didn't mind the Lion King, um, but they could not have that movie. Of life. Really. But they could not have that movie without James Earl really? Jones. Mm. And they did The Lady and the Tramp. Yes, they've done The Lady and the Tramp. They've done so many other ones, haven't they? Mm. They've really. done a few. I just find it funny that the number one show on Disney Plus is actually a non-Disney series. <laughs> it's The Simpsons. Really? Yeah, they're on there. The Disney. You got oh, the... you want to see the streams on Disney for The Simpsons, man. They're off the, through the roof. You mm. want, the have you got that, have you? last year... Right in the few months that Disney Plus was out, outstreamed any show on Netflix or any other streaming service. It's been around for a while. Hmm. The old Simpsons. Thirty Simpsons. years. Thirty years. Well, that proves you were one when it came out. Thirty years plus now, man. Yeah, um, because um, I think it was last year. Well, it might be thirty-one years now because that last year they actually said this is the thirtieth year of the Simpsons. I think it was last year. Panel plan. Lisa needs braces. Panel plan. <sighs> Jesus, here we go. Don't start. And Bloody Simpsons. Yes. Well, well, we were talking. Oh, shit. See, this, this is what he does to um, yeah, me. How's, how's um, Clarence going? <laughs> oh my god! Okay, I'm I'm quitting this. This is it. No more. No more. Um, we've been going for 57 minutes. It's going to be 58 minutes soon. I don't know. Whatever. But um, I think that they'll wrap us up. I reckon. Oh, right, eh? Don't worry. You'll be back on again, won't you? Uh, maybe. Yeah, you said that last time <laughs> that you're on. But um, Jesus, no. mate, you're sounding more and more like Frank Grimes. Who the hell's Frank Grimes? <laughs> oh, the guy that hates Homer Simpson ends up killing himself by electrocuting himself. Oh. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Anyway, thank you very much, you two, for coming on with me. No oh, worries. Right. No worries. I reckon we'll thank do this. Me. I reckon we'll do this again, the three of us, I reckon. And, um,. Because I reckon people are going to find this very entertaining and probably thinking, what the fuck is wrong with these people? But anyway. Call a full moon. It's the effects of a full moon. Hey, Matt here. So that's it for this other episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to give me a review of five stars or whatever you want to do on here. It sure does help. Make sure you head over to my Facebook page and my YouTube channel, Amanda Was Media, to see all the updates and videos that I do. Want to give me a hand and donate to my PayPal? You're more than happy to, mate. Go over to paypal.me slash mattedwardsmedia and donate whatever you want. Doesn't worry me. Thanks very much in advance for it, that's for sure. Thanks very much for joining me today and I hope to see you soon for the next one. Catch you then.